Don't look back to the market and close. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrod here with the Daily Viewer Investing Podcast. Hope you had a good day today. I can just say this. Adios to the first half of uh, 2022. What a wretched year, first half of the year this has been. It really goes back further than that, doesn't it? This bear market, most stocks started declining in February of 21. What happened? What happened right at that time? The inauguration of one Joe Biden is what happened about that time, of course. And now we have the Joe Biden bear market. And you know, we can call it that and we can reference all the problems that, he's, that, he, that we have as a country because he's president. But does it, does it even matter? It falls on deaf ears because he was fraudulently elected in the first place, accountable to no one. And uh, that does not set a very good tone, does it? Uh, the flip side of that is, as bad as this first half has been, there's some very compelling data that says the second half should be quite a bit different. And remember, the midterms are starting here and just up right at four months. And boy, I tell you what, uh, as bleak as things look for the Democrat Party, Unless Joe Biden is doing this intentionally to destroy the Democrat Party, then you would think that their buddies at the Fed would help in the Treasury, with Yellen at the Treasury, would help get some kind of a stock market rally going into the midterms. Because, yeah, guess what? The economy is, is, is drastically affected, affected by the stock market. It's called animal spirits. And when your 401ks are getting hit, and when people have lost 30, 40, 50% plus in their portfolios, right? When most Americans own stocks, you bet the stock market affects Main Street. So I, we have to hope, <clears throat> we have to hope that uh, somebody at the Fed and Treasury and inside this administration says, you know what, maybe we should start making different decisions that might impact the economy and, and hence the stock market more favorably. So far, we've yet to see that. Today, all over the place today, we opened sharply lower, went down even further, and then had a big rally, ended up right, pretty much right in the middle. Dow Jones down 253 at 30,755. I'm not even going to tell you the levels. They no longer matter. I'll just tell you what they wound up doing today. Uh, SPO 100 down 8 tenths to 1%, right up at the same percentage as the uh, Dow was. Uh, uh, Rust 2000 was our winner of the day, down 6 tenths to 1%. Of course, yesterday was the loser with the rebalancing going on. And NASDAQ today was uh, was our big loser today, down 1.3%, down 149 points, uh, led lower by semiconductors, also down uh, better than 1.5%. Today, after the close, and again, Jay Powell <clears throat> talks about how strong the economy is. Micron just announced earnings today. And again, they you know some companies are on a calendar and quarter year. They're all a bit different. But Micron, Micron announced today uh, for the quarter, and uh, not only did they miss by a sizable margin, but their guidance going forward was weak. They're expecting a dramatic fall off in their level of business based on what they're already seeing. Micron stock has already been halved this year, from a high of 99 to 50, and uh, which is what it hit today, a low of 50 bucks. Before right now, it's trading at 55, making a little bit of comeback in the after hours. You know, you have to think at some point, that the bad news is built in, right? That's how, that's how these markets normally work when you've had a decline that's been as brutal as this one has been. Uh, so you know, that's one of the tells you start to look for. If you get bad earnings and better stock performance, of course, we're going to find out that real soon, aren't we? Real earnings uh, reports start in a couple of weeks. Again, today, last, month of the, last day of the month, last day of the quarter, tomorrow should be a good day. It should be a good day. Fund flows coming in big time from uh, 401ks, 
from uh, 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 retirement plans, pensions. Uh, still got a ton of share buy, buy, buybacks happening. Matter of fact, it's a record level, right at about $1.2 trillion expected to be this year based on pre-announcements. So, <clears throat> look, here's the data that backs up what I started this call with. Tyler covered it yesterday. We've been covering it fairly often. I'm going to boil it down to the three most important uh, uh, analytics, historical performance uh, uh, reports that matter the most. These are the three that matter the most as we go into the second half. First off, uh, in a sentiment survey I've voted in since like 1990, uh, this, this particular one is called the AAII Investor Sentiment Survey. It's one of the oldest ones around. And <clears throat> this one, for back-to-back weeks, came in with less than 20% bulls. That's very, very rare. Only happened 10 times since this survey has been in existence since 1987. So <clears throat> what's happened after that? This is impressive. In every instance that this has happened, the S&P 500 has been higher over the next six months and the next 12 months. Again, 100% of the time, gains of six months of 13%, gains in the, in the, in the, in the full year of 23%. Who wouldn't take that right now, right? Going into a year end into, uh, into 2023. It gets even better though. Yes, we have 100 is down. Now, again, this is one of the worst halves of the year ever. It is the worst since 1970. Worst start to the year since 1970s, worst six months. S we have 100 is now down 21% for the year, by almost 22% after today. In previous years, where the market's been down at least 15% through this time period, through June, this goes back to 1932, by the way, the final six months of the year were higher 100% of the time with an average return of 23.7%. That's impressive, no? And it gets even better. This one goes back to 1962. When the previous six months took the SP, two quarters, took the SP 100 down more than 15%, the next six months were higher 100% of the time. This is very similar to the first one. This is just done on a quarterly basis. But this goes back to 62 with an average gain of the next uh, six months of 17%. Over the next year of 29.6%. Again, that's, that's, uh, that, that's uh, SP of 100, 100% of the time. The, all of these I just mentioned all happen 100% of the time. Now, what's different today? We have Joe Biden's president. Uh, we have a government following the World Economic Forum uh, blueprint, which appears to be uh, moving right in lockstep, does it not? That's the scary part. Otherwise, we, uh, you know, we, 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 should get a, we should have a better second half. That's the bottom line, folks. Okay, let's take a look at the internals today. Not much to talk about here, really. It's, it, it's, it's about what you'd expect. I'm just going to say two to one negative for advanced decline, two, two to one negative for volume. Uh, it was a little bit better on NASDAQ, but not that much more. And the really depressing part, again, these numbers are, are just not good. 900 stocks hitting a new 52-week low today. Uh, with only 30 hitting a new 52-week high. These are not good readings, folks. Um, in our uh, sector watch today, of our 11 SP 100 sectors, we had eight finished lower, three finished higher, led the downside by energy down $2%, uh, uh, 2%. Uh, communication services down 1.5%. Consumer discretionary down 1.5%. And tech down 1.3%. To the upside, utilities up 1%. That's really all there is to talk about there. In our commodity watch today, 
again, this, it really is, a, it's destruction everywhere. It's destruction everywhere, isn't it? That means the economy is really slowing. Jay Powell should be pay, paying close attention to this. He's hiking into a recession. Today, the uh, Atlanta Fed came out. Now, we already know the first quarter growth was negative by 1.6%. We know that. The Atlanta Fed came out with their estimate today that the uh, second quarter will also be negative by 1.3%. Back-to-back quarters of negative GDP is the definition of a recession. Now, again, that's just an estimate from the Atlanta Fed. They tend to be all over the map, uh, but they're the first uh, uh, central bank, a uh, regional central bank, to make that prediction that we are, in fact, going to have an official recession. Jay Powell, are you listening? Gold today, down $9 an ounce, 1808. Uh, that's about a half percent. Silver down, again, a bigger 2.4% at 20.24 an ounce. Copper really starting to show some weakness now. Again, slow global economy down 2.6% at 365 a pound. And finally, oil still holding in there, but still down 3.5% today at $105.96 a barrel. Yes, we get the worst of it, don't we? Uh, the one thing that we need to collapse, oil prices, that's the one commodity that's tied to so much of what we're seeing inflation is the one that holds up. Joe Biden has nothing but bad things happen around him. He's Many, many people in D.C. have said this before, and we're stuck with this guy, aren't we? The midterms cannot get here soon enough, folks. Finally on the day, uh, Bitcoin down 1189. Again, it's just bad liquidity everywhere, isn't it? Lack of liquidity. Bitcoin down 1189 at $19,023. To to, I'll finish on a good note. The Supreme Court today had one real stink. They've had a pretty good term, haven't they? Uh, they've defended the First Amendment. Amendment. They've defended the Second Amendment. And today, uh, they defended uh, uh, free market capitalism and states' rights by coming out and saying that uh, the EPA, no, the EPA is not God, and the EPA cannot force companies to bend to their will through their Clean Air Act. That was very good news because, of course, the uh, ESG believers, the in- environmental, social, and governance believers that are trying to dictate our lives now with these insane climate change policies, they want all the power to be based in D.C., not in the legislature, but in these, uh, uh, in these governmental offices, right, like the EPA. And that's just not the way the Constitution's written up. So good to see the Supreme Court uh, rule against that today. On the flip side, uh, another uh, just horrible decision, open borders. Uh, Trump, of course, put into place the Remain in Mexico Act, uh, which meant that, no, you, you didn't get just to come here, invade our borders, and then stay until you're hearing in six months or a year, whenever, and of course they all disappear, and not to be found again, right? I think only about less than 10% show up for these hearings. Um, so uh, today the Supreme Court ruled against the uh, Remain in Mexico Act and said it's not constitutional, so now Joe Biden can let them all come in and let them all stay if that's what he chooses to do, which is, of course, what he's going to choose to do. If they can find a way to get uh, uh, voting in the hands of illegals, that's guaranteed what they'll try to do before the midterms. All right, folks, that's it for the day. Tomorrow's the uh, first day of a new month and a new quarter. Let's hope we end uh, this up. Uh, again, it's supposed to be a good week. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be a very good week here. We get a week before a big holiday, July 4th. Is typically season, seasonally bullish. This time frame, uh, this two-week time frame we're in now is seasonally bullish. So let's see if we can write, uh, write this ship tomorrow and go into a long weekend on a good note. Always appreciate you listening, folks. Have a great night. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.